from Milwaukee, one of the most exciting cities in southeastern Wisconsin. Welcome to the Over 50 Badass Podcast. This is the podcast that'll help guide you through those crappy midlife transitions and help you finally become the badass you were meant to be. The podcast where we answer age-old questions like, who am I? What do I want to do when I grow up? And where did I put my mojo? Today's show features a total badass. An attempt to guess how many fusilli pasta can fit into an old mayonnaise jar. And dogs drinking water. And now, a man who believes that anything worth doing is worth overdoing. Craig Sweeney. Craig Sweeney. Hey, welcome to the Over 50 Badass Podcast. The podcast where we really delve deep into the issues affecting men in the 45 to 65 year old range that are going through midlife and all that that brings, all the good and the bad. And we have an incredible guest here today, and it's kind of going off book a little bit because we have our first, well, our first uh, true female um, uh, interviewee, that is Jack Perez. Jack Perez has started a online community and platform for women in midlife, um, women in the same age group and maybe even a little bit older um, that are going through uh, the same things in many regards that we are as men and, and even more so, I think, in some respects. So that's called Cool Life. And I'm going to get to the bottom of, of where that name came from as well. Um, Jack Perez, her name's Jacqueline, I believe. Um, she's a pro-aging champion. She's got a lot of business and marketing um, strategic chops as well. She lives in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, went to the University of Chicago. I'm going to talk a little bit about that kind of in our backyard here where, where the recording studio is. Um, but without further ado, uh, Jack, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for the invitation, Craig. And I totally heard the cheese head in you when you said Chicago. <laughs> right. Yes, you're exactly like, right. Craig, Craig is definitely from Milwaukee, right? Definitely from Wisconsin. So that was that was cute. I haven't heard that accent in, in quite some time. So that, that put a smile on my face. That's funny. I try to keep it under wraps as much as possible, but it does rear its ugly head, our, the Wisconsin accent. Um, and uh, I can do a pretty mean Chicago one as well if I'm if I'm asked to. So um, yeah, that's that's very funny. No, I've been I've been following your story. Jack, for, for quite some time, um, you and I both on a journey in our, you know, for our respective, um, um, our respective genders to, uh, to help people through these transitions in midlife and uh, excited to hear more about your story, excited to talk about how we can maybe help each other out. And, uh, you know, because I think there are instances where, uh, you know, many times the, the women in our audience's lives are, are really wanting the best for their men and, and strive to, you know, to get them, you know, resources and help to get them through these, 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 um, you know, areas of life that they need some guidance in. And, and I think the same goes for you guys. So tell me about your journey. I want to hear the, the origin story, like what brought you to this? And, you know, what was the spark of this whole thing? Craig, that's, that's a really great question, and I bet it's similar to your story. Pure personal frustration. I built Cool Life for me mm -hmm. initially. I'm not going to lie. It was a completely selfish play. Uh, three or four years ago, maybe now, four years ago, I started going through the physiological changes that happen to 
by the way, every other human on the planet yes. goes through this if they're lucky enough, right? If they're lucky enough, they will go through um, uh, this transition. It's called menopause. Mm-hmm. Now, I know lots of women who sailed through this transition. They hardly even knew it was happening. And then some of us aren't so lucky. Uh, you name it, I got it. Craig, I gained 30 pounds. I weighed what I weighed the day I delivered my son. Well, you must have lost I, it for Christ's sake. I mean, you're, 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 you're looking good. I don't, see, I don't see an extra 30 pounds on you, Jack. No, I did, I did lose it. But I did lose it. But here's the deal. Like, th- this is actually, this, you're, this is part of the story, right? So I had gained 30 pounds. For the first time in my life, I was waking up with anxiety. I'm not an anxious person. I've never dealt with that before. I'm very optimistic. I'm the three quarters full. Forget the half full. I'm the three quarters full. And, you know, my brain wasn't working the, wanted, the way that I wanted it to work. I was having, you know, very, very bad. Uh, and I was having vertigo. I was having brain mm. cognition issues. I wasn't a good version of Jack. And I sure as hell wasn't a good version of a mother or a partner or a friend. Uh, I needed help. And when I when I went to my primary physician, you know what she said? And this was a woman. She's like, oh yeah, this is just normal. You're just going through menopause. This is, you know, this is just what's going to happen. You're going to gain some weight. Your hormones are wacky. I looked at her and I'm like, I have no idea how you can think that that is an acceptable answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I need, I need a solution. That's crazy. So, That's crazy. My own wife, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what, what she was told. And she's going through perimenopause. So, and I don't know, what, what age did this all start for you, Jack? So now in hindsight, I realized that I was going through perimenopause when I had a kindergartner. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a child late in life. I started my family at 38. So I was starting to go through perimenopause in my early 40s. Yeah. But at the time... I didn't realize it because I was also training as a martial artist and also doing uh, lots of triathlon training. I believed that the reason I was having night sweats and the reason that I couldn't sleep was I was stressing my body out too much, Mm. that I might've been overtraining. I wasn't overtraining. I mean, I might've been overtraining, but that is not why those symptoms, but no one, I mean, I went to my doctor and they didn't tell me, oh, those are typical perimenopausal symptoms. We should start looking at planning how you're going to transition and what we can do to help. Right. Never got any of that. Never got any. Of wow. That. Do you do you think that's a, a you know a widespread issue with, with the you know the medical field? Uh, because my my wife was told, and she's forty eight, going through perimenopause now, and I think has started that that journey you know for a couple of years now, but now starting to you know get the night sweats and not horribly, thank God, but you know it, it can I think and I think the age of onset can certainly vary quite a bit, and and, and you know the severity certainly. As with men with andropause, I mean, there's so many issues there, um, and we, we can talk about those. But she she went to the doctor, and, and and she loves her doctor. But she was told that, you know, for a while now that literally they said she's been circling the drain. <laughs> like, like, what does that even mean? But but it certainly isn't a positive uh, spin spin on things, right? That sounds awful. Right. Yeah, awful. Like, I think I would have to. I think I'd have to smack my doctor if my doctor right, said I, circling the it, drain. I, mean, I don't even know. Like, what does that mean? It, but it's certainly not a positive connotation. <laughs> so, yeah, I think there's a, there's an issue with you know just a widespread issue with lack of understanding 
uh, first of all, about what it is, what it means, you know, how people go through it so differently and, and what can be done to help people in their specific situations. And I, and I think that goes for both sexes. Yeah. And, and in defense of the medical practice today, part of it isn't their fault. Part of it is that they weren't taught. Mm-hmm. Menopause and women's medical and biological functions haven't really been looked at the way, I'm sorry, white men have. Yeah. And if you if you even look at just the way a drug gets approved to market, it has to go through cl- clinical trials in humans. Well, I hate to tell you this, but it was only recent, like I think in the 90s, where women were begin have begun to be included in clinical trials. Yeah. I just, I just read a, we just don't, we just don't know much about a woman's physiology. Well, and I just read a story, Jack, this was, and I don't know, it might've been even a link from, from your platform. I'm I'm not sure, but I read a story about, it it contrasted the way that the medical field and has been educated on the, the male physiology and, 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 you know, reproductive organs and sexual organs as opposed to like the, the vulva, you know, the female anatomy. And, and there, there's a huge discrepancy there and the lack of knowledge that is, is apparent and, in, in, you know, the lack of education for the medical community, it, you know, just seems, you know, so, so lacking. Um, and, and I don't know where I read that and I can't reference what article it was, but it was really enlightening and eye opening for me. And it's very true. And it might have been Cool Life because I recently wrote about, I don't remember. Oh, I think it was, um, I wrote a, I write a weekly essay called Jack Smack. And it's Mm -hmm. just whatever, whatever amuses me or doesn't amuse me for that week recently. And I think, I think that might have been my Jack Smack that I wrote after the, um, the Supreme Court overturned Uh, the Roe versus uh, Roe v. Wade, uh, because I was just kind of showing the history of how women are just, we're not, we're just not considered in the same way as white men. Yeah, we aren't. I mean, like, listen, we don't have it as bad as people of color. I, I I mean, but, but we're still marginalized. Right. And I don't think anyone should be marginalized, period. End of story. Agreed. Uh, Yep. Amen. So yeah. And I, and I think, you know, I think, you know, myself, you, and a bunch of other people, uh, 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 you know, millennial, not millennials, uh, Gen Xers, I think we're Gen Xers. Yeah, Gen I, X. absolutely. So yep. Gen Xers and, and boomers, we're, we're really working on changing that paradigm. A lot of us. I mean, when I first started Cool Life, the reason I started it was because there was nothing out there. Yeah. I went to go look for information because like, where am I going to get information? If my primary physician is giving me malarkey, I got to go figure out what I'm going to do. So where do we go? We go to the internet. That's where we go. And when I started delving and digging deep, I was like, there's nothing out here of value that I can use to take action to better my existence. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I think, I think we're, you know, on the same page there, you know, from from the male perspective, what I you know my origin story was more of like I can't believe that I've got all these you know former classmates. We were going to a, a high school reunion, thirty fifth high school reunion, and as we're leading up to that, you start to hear you know from old classmates and friends, and 
And I couldn't believe the number, the sheer number of people that were so excited about like retiring and, you know, and shutting it down and golfing all day. And, you know, and I turned to, to Marianne at the, at the time she was, we weren't married yet. And I said, you've got to be, excuse my French, you've got to be fucking kidding me. We're, we're 51 years old. And like, I've got all these people that I considered friends and, and, you know, and peers that were so excited to, Hey, I can fish all day. You know, I'm like, what? Like, there's so much they, more to be done, were, you know? They were they were happy to be circling the drain. I mean, that's <laughs> right, sort of what right. I think of a circling the drain. Yeah. Like, I've just given up. Yeah. I've just given up. I'm not going to. Yeah. And, and this, this, this resignation, you know, we talk about the quiet resignation now, but it was just like, it was, it was crazy to me. And I, I felt that there had to be a population out there that was, similar to me in that, you know, I don't, I, I still have a lot of, lot to do, a, a lot, a lot to build and, and a lot to learn and, and, you know, a lot of wisdom or, or um, what I may think is wisdom to, to bestow on other folks, you know, through, you know, through people in my audience. And so, um, yeah, that was, that was enlightening to me. And, and so, you know, I said about building this thing, but, you know, tell me about, kind of cool life as an organization and, 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 you know, kind of the workings of it, how, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a, you know, if I'm a woman that's, you know, 45, 50 years old and, and I, you know, could use some, some guidance and some, you know, just camaraderie, camaraderie and community and, you know, how do I get involved and what will I get when I, when I get there? Well, anyone can just go to the site. It's coollife.com and the information is out there for anyone to consume. The best place to start, honestly, is the about page. So if you go to the about page, you will see the roster of thought leaders that I have amassed over the last couple of years. I will probably end the year close to 60 women globally who contribute their expertise in whatever lane that they, they drive in, right? Mm -hmm. I, I have found and was able to encourage and enroll women who deal with menopause or, uh, you know, dealing with adult children or um, taking care of your elderly parents. Yeah. This is a crazy time. It is. I mean, the sandwich generation, right? I mean, we've got, we've got kids in, at university yet and, and our parents are now either, you know, they could be self suffering from Alzheimer's or just generally getting older and, and, you know, there's a lot that, right. that goes into our everyday existence now that, that didn't, you know, 10 years ago. And so it's a tough time. Even if you're not dealing yourself with an issue, you know, there, there are a lot of forces that are pulling on us. And, you know, and then. And, it, and there's even there's even more to it than that. I mean, I don't know how men feel mm -hmm. about, you know, body image and fashion, but women, women care. I mean, we, we want to be <laughs> what are you saying that men don't self. care. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to speak to men. No, I, I'm I don't you. know. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to speak to your experience. I'm, ex I'm speaking to my experience yeah. and the women that I know and serve. And we, we care. We want to look our best, whatever that means. And a lot of women I know that get to this age, they open up their closet and they're like, I can't wear any of this or yeah. can I wear this? And, and then, you know, when we were young, we put on makeup so that we could get into bars so that we looked older. Right. Well, think about that. If you're still applying your makeup at 55, the way you applied it at 15, yeah. that's not going to work so well. You don't want to look older anymore. Right. So there's a lot of things that have to change 
And we don't necessarily know how or when or what the best way is. And what I want to provide, honestly, for women is the information that they can act upon. And the reason I have so many thought leaders and I'm hoping to grow, I'm hoping to double the thought leaders. And you might think, well, how many women need to talk about fashion or how many women need to talk about money? But my perspective is that each individual has their own the way they approach something mm-hmm. and, the, and the way that the way they instruct or the way that they land. And that may or may not resonate with you. Absolutely. But some, but someone <clears throat> might in that, in that roster. Right. And, and my goal is honestly, my goal is so that women do not feel isolated, do not feel alone going through this transition and living their best. I, I don't know. I think this is the best part of life. I, I have yet Every every year it keeps getting better. Yeah. Every year it keeps getting better. Well, and, it's, and it should be. Menopause stuff. Yeah, it should be our best time. And, and, you know, because collectively, you know, the experiences that, that have brought us here, you know, should give us a certain amount of um, uh, being at peace with kind of where we are, um, should be at peace with where we're going. But unfortunately, and the reason that, that I started this is there's a lot of guys out there that reach 45, 50, 55 years old, and they, they've got an angst, um, you know, talk about teenage angst. They've got this midlife angst where, where, you know, the first, you know, 30, 40 years of their lives or say 30 years of their career, they were kind of, you know, chasing that, you know, that, that rat, you know, around the cage, you know, in terms of trying to, you know, be promoted and, and build their career and do these things, not unlike women, but now the second half, in many instances, are leaving guys with an empty feeling because I think it turns to be more about purpose at this point in life, right? And I think, you know, not really living your true self um, really catches up to you in midlife, right? If you were, you know, if, if say your, you know, your parents wanted you to go into law and you did it, um, because that's what you did, and it was a good career. But for 25 years, you've been practicing criminal defense law, and you've always wanted to open up a, a pet boarding, you know, uh, place, you know, whatever it is, you know. But because you had familial, you know, uh, you know, people in your family telling you that, hey, you've got this great job, 401k responsibilities, what you'd be stupid to make a change. Or your circle, you know, didn't encourage you to to be your true self or to really, you know, take a leap and and do some things that you wanted to do. You get to this point, and that can be stifling. That can really be um, really be a, a tough a tough thing in midlife. And so, so many guys have a problem taking that first step or even thinking about it, getting their mind around around making a change, whether it's a career change, uh, a relationship change, you know, whatever that may be. And so, you know, our thought leaders, much, much like yours, are here to kind of help them take that first step, guide them through that, you know, that process, right? And give them the resources and motivation to do all that. So, you know, we're doing, you know, very much, you know, similar things, our two organizations, you know, for each gender. I, I've got, we're going to, you know, we're calling them Sherpas, you know, and uh, we've got thought leaders within the organization. And I'm, I'm just building that. You're further ahead than I am. But, um, you know, certainly I think it's a noble thing what you're doing. I, I, I absolutely love what you're doing. And, 
And tell me about your, you also got a, I think, a e-commerce um, area as well. You can buy products that are, that are uh, I, I assume, vetted by you and, and your thought leaders. Yes. And the reason that I have the e-commerce piece of it is because the largest percentage of entrepreneurs entering the marketplace are women after 50. Ah. And I wanted to provide the space to support those women and have a place where people can purchase with a purpose. You buy something from that site, you are literally putting money into the pocketbook of a woman, a, you know, a, a small business owner who probably has just started the business a few years yeah. ago because they either A, have left corporate America because they can't take the glass ceiling one more second, or they were at home moms taking care and raising families. Right. Now they want to get, they want to do something that they feel good about, you know, for themselves. And it's very difficult to get back into the job force, mm -hmm. you know, if you've been out of it for a long time, as you know, and it's really hard to hide your age yeah. too much, right? So a lot of women are just, you know, screw it. I'm going to do my own thing. And I, I felt like I needed to be there for them as well. That's so cool. Provide, provide space for these women to be able to offer products that are meaningful to women in midlife. I mean, we have products that women in midlife and beyond want and need and can use. So I'm very woman, woman driven, woman focused, but yes, I, I, I added that. I added that afterwards. Yeah. Um, and that's still in, that's still kind of new and growing uh, because I'm a solopreneur. And as you know, I think you are as well. Mm -hmm. There's just so many things you can focus on at one <laughs> right, time. Yeah, so some yeah. things just have to wait. Yeah, some no, things just have exactly. to sit and wait. As you can, as you can tell, looking at my platform, my, my e-com area is in progress and we're, we're, vet, we're being very, um, just very choosy in, in terms of what products and courses and such that we'll offer through our program. Um, you know, it's you're. I think you're doing it in a very cool way, a little bit differently in that you're, you know, providing an outlet for women-owned, you know, businesses and, and products um, to, you know, to sell to your community, to your audience. I'm really looking at just, you know, really products that could add value to, you know, a guy in midlife, whether it's a, a fitness product or a, you know, it could be a, a product you know, quite frankly, that um, helps with testosterone or, you know, whatever that may be. So, but I'm being very, very choosy because I don't, you know, it very consciously have not wanted to turn this into an, another AARP where we're offering blue blocker shades and walk-in tubs and all of that crap. You know? So, no, I, you know, I love, I love what you're doing. And, uh, you know, are you going to be offering, um, you know, through your thought leaders, any of their uh, educational courseware or anything like that? We do. We actually do. So you can, if you go to a, one of the thought leaders and, and you relate to them and you like the advice, you like what they're offering, if they have a service or a product, it's linked to them. So you right. can see it right there. As I link, I, yeah, I, I am very, um, I'm a win-win and I don't have to win first. And so well, I really that's great. believe that yeah, I really believe that the way for me to win and for Cool Life to win is for every single woman who is on that site to win. And I tell everyone, I'm like, yes, I built Cool Life, but it's not mine anymore. It's all of ours. I mean, it, it belongs to every single woman 
who is on that about roster. It belongs to every single woman who is, you know, on the, on the shop selling their products and services. And I really believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Oh, that's fantastic. That, you know, and a, a rising, you know, rising tide lifts all boats, you know, that's, that's exactly right. And, and that's, I think that's the attitude we have to have because, you know, if we can applaud the success of everybody else, it's going to, you know, just, it, it's going to enlighten and, you know, have all of us rise up. And I think, you know, what you're doing is extremely noble. I, I love it. And I, I, you know, I can't, we, I know you and I have talked offline a little bit about doing a, he said, she said type of a, type of a tete-a-tete. And I think that'd be a lot of fun too, because, you know, and, would, and we can I have fun with love, it. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. And it doesn't have to be, you know, I mean, it could be once a month or once every yeah. two months, but if, if you gave me material from a he perspective and I gave you material from a, you know, Hey dudes, you know, if, if your wife is having hot flashes, you need to relinquish the thermometer of your house for however many months or years it takes. There was a period of time where I was the only one allowed to touch the thermostat in my house. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, put a sweater on, dude, if you're cold. <laughs> I don't care. That's hilarious. I know for, you know, as a guy, and I think it, I think it's fairly consistent with guys. I, I'm always got like at least one leg. I don't want a hot blanket on me. I like to be, I like to be cooler. And, you know, for the first, you know, part of our relationship, she was always bundled up and now she's joining me with, you know, the covers are off, you know, it's, it's crazy. And, but, you know, on a serious note, we can talk about those things yeah. and we can laugh okay. about a lot of things as we go forward right. with this. But on a serious note, things like, you know, in, in menopause, you know, sex drive and, and how that affects a relationship. And I think, it, you know, I think as, 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 a, as a gender, I want to help enlighten our audience as well through thought leaders and, and folks like yourself, Jack, um, of, of the importance of understanding the physiology behind that and the fact that, no, it's not that your wife doesn't want you anymore. It's, it's you know, it's nothing to do with, you know, those 90s jeans that you wear, but it might be, it might be, um, you know, there are profound changes that happen and it's not, it's not her fault. It's not her decision. And so that's something that even I had to learn to, you know, understand a little bit better. And I think I have, but I, I, I think that that's something we need to spread the word about all of, all of these things. So, and, and by but the way, the, the fashion the thing, wait, hold off, the fashion thing, I'm going to catch you on that. That's big. That's a part of what we're going to try to enlighten guys on. Because yes, if you do make a transition in midlife, and you 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 <laughs> happen to, we don't advocate you know any breaking of relationships. But if it happens, or if you're going through divorce and you're lonely, learn to up your game with how you dress. Because there's a lot of guys out there that dress for shit. And I'm gonna you know I'll tell you that right now as a, as a member of of, of that gender, um, uh, that's a struggle that I'm going to try to help people with for sure. As a woman who has to look at you guys in your crappy clothes, I think that's a noble cause, Craig. I, I <laughs> applaud. I applaud your efforts, and I wish you success. <laughs> well, good, and, and and you know that's another thing that you can bring value to the audience and in helping us, you know, understand what actually looks good and what doesn't. And and you know, there's a there's a popular meme out there that that shows. Uh, I, I think it's. Uh, I don't know if it's a pug or a bulldog that's actually standing up with its paws on a counter or something. And, uh, and it's, it's comparing that dog to a midlife guy with skinny jeans on. 
And uh, it's the it's the funniest damn visual. But yeah, I mean, we have to realize that, you know, hey, skinny jeans, maybe not. Let's let's uh, put those out to pasture. If you're European, you can wear skinny jeans. <laughs> well, and you can wear, you know, you can wear a thong or a Speedo as well. I think that's still frowned upon over here in most parts. But uh, yeah, I, I, I still have a pair in the, uh, in the drawer, but they haven't uh, seen the light of day. And, in, in, uh, well, I'm going to be honest, probably it's only been about a year. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. But, you know, we have, to, we have to laugh a little bit, too, as we go through these, these changes in midlife, because if we don't, you know, sometimes it, it can be a little much with all that's happening, with the, with the folks getting older and the kids, go, you know, sometimes coming home after being in college and, you know, the, with the whole, you know, that whole issue there. But, um, don't, yeah. Don't, don't, even get, don't even get me started on the – my son is 20 – and honestly, this is the most difficult parenting I've ever had to do. <laughs> it, 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 it because I have very little influence, yeah, and no and no control. Yeah, I mean, unless I'm gonna unless I'm gonna take out the um, financial stick, right? Threaten, you know, right. if I'm gonna take out the financial stick, sure, I can probably exert a lot more control. But that seems unfair, and that is not how I want the relationship. To go. Right. At this point, you want it to you want it to be a mature relationship where you can reason and have. Yes, I understand completely. Yeah, that's it's a tough thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So this this time with my kid kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm really struggling and it's and it's affecting me. I mean, it's it's affecting me and yeah. there's nothing I can do but take deep breaths and keep thinking he's going to be fine. Big picture. He's right. Gonna be is he is he still at home, Jack? No, he's a second year university student. Okay, where's he, where does he go? He goes to App State in Boone, okay. North Carolina, in the sure. mountains. Yep. So it's it's about two and a half hours away. So just far enough away, yes. which is good. Yes. But also, if if there's an emergency, Mama can get in the car and drive. Right. And right. get there if I need to. Yeah, but but not so. close enough where they just pop over on a Wednesday night. Yeah. That's, oh, but that's, my kid is so independent. He would just never do that. Well, that's that's that. good. That's good that he's independent. Yeah, we've. we've I may I may have made him too independent. Yeah, I may I may have screwed up a little bit and made him a little too independent. Ooh, not, I, I should I should have nurtured him just a little bit more. <laughs> I, I'm sure he's fine. That's that's fantastic. No, we've got, is that your only one? Yeah, one and done. I started yeah. late. Yeah. I started at thirty-eight, and then um, and then I had a miscarriage shortly after for mm. the second one. And then by that time, I was in my early forties, and it just made. And then I was going through a transition with a divorce. Mm-hmm. Literally made no sense to try to squeeze in another one. And in right. hindsight, one is perfect. Yeah. one is perfect. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good number. It's a good number. You, you said you have you have kids. Yes, uh, we have four. So I've got so oh. I started earlier than you did. I've got a I've I've got a son in New York City um, that's thirty, and then a daughter in Denver that's twenty five, and then okay. uh, we've got a son at, at University of Minnesota that is a junior, and then one that. Uh, just graduated high school and then is going to school this coming January. So quite a range um, there, but we'll be empty nesters very shortly here. So, you know, and as they get older, you're, you're, you find yourself being an empty nester anyway, even if they're living at home because they're never at home and they, you know, they'll come to eat 
you know, and, and shower and, and dress. And, you know, once in a while you'll get a conversation out of them, but, um, you know, for the most part, they're pretty much, pretty much on their own. So, you know, it's, it's been, yeah. it's been good. Um, so far, you know, all kids are healthy and they're not in jail. And so that's good. Right. And they're, and so they're safe. You know, I know where they are at night, every night. So that's a, that's a big worry off somebody, you know, off a of mind of, of a person going through this stage. So, you know, it's, uh, it, we're, we're blessed for that for sure. Yeah. Healthy and not in prison. It, I think, right. You know, I mean, I mean what? It, that's, that's all you can ask for, right? Healthy I, and not I, in jail. Yeah. That's, I think that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, this has been fantastic. I, you know, I've had a blast here so far. And what I'd like to do is if you could tell everybody, Jack, where they can find you, give them the website addresses, and I'll have it in the show notes and everything, but tell them where to find you. Well, I'm everywhere. But if you want, like, if you really want the information, go to the website and that is Cool Life. And it's spelled weird. It's not spelled like the way you normally spell the word. It's spelled with a K. So it's K-U-E-L, life. That means there's two L's in the word, yes. right? Because it's cool, K-U-E-L, then life. And if you go to coollife.com, you can read all of the articles. You can check out the products in the e-commerce piece of it. And then I'm on all the social platforms. I mean, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok, LinkedIn. I mean, you name it, I'm there. All so right. Excellent. I'm not invisible. You know, I was, I was telling the audience at the outset here, like I was going to ask you where the name came from. Where did it come from? Well, I, I have always thought of myself as living this super cool life, my entire life. And then all of a sudden I felt like that was slipping away and I was becoming invisible and, and mild and pastel and like just wasn't acceptable. So that's why I wanted to name it cool life. But when I went out there to find a word that was like, kind of like cool or whatnot, I went to the urban dictionary and guess what's a synonym for the regular C O O L word, the really? K U E L. Word. Really? Okay. And and it, and it happened to be available. So when the URL was available, I'm like, okay, universe, I get it. This is mine. So I took it and I'm very, I'm very thrilled with the name. And I think it, 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 it also shows you how, what kind of person I am. Like it yeah. really, I mean, you can't separate at the beginning. And I think maybe, I don't know if you can identify with this or relate to this at the beginning, I really wanted to separate Jack from Cool Life mm -hmm. and make Cool Life its own brand and its own personality. Yeah. And it turns out that everyone wanted me to be the brand, wanted me to be identified with the brand. And so all the more reason why Cool Life works, because I will tell anyone who sits still long enough that there is a huge chasm between mini skirts and Depends, adult diapers, and that's the space in which we live our cool life Absolutely. right there. That's awesome. That's a badass story. Yeah. That's very badass. Yeah. I, you know, I, I feel the same way. I, I don't want to be the lone voice of, of the platform, the community. Um, this is for our members and our, our Sherpas, our thought leaders. You know, it's not just the, you know, the Craig show here for sure. And that's, you know, I said about building an actual brand that, that, you know, could live on its own. And, and so I think you, you, you've done well with that and that's pretty badass. So uh, so kudos thank for you. you. That's and a, I love and name. I love your name, badass. That's a great. That's a great name too. Yeah, thank you. And it, it's it's you know you look at the space and so much of this, um, you know, I'm not, I don't even know how to phrase it. This midlife 
or senior focused community slash education space has always been very kind of, you know, education focused and nonprofit-y kind of feeling. And I think it's up to us to actually build a viable brand that people want to you know, want to come to and want to buy shit from. And, you know, I want to, you know, I want people to want to wear a, a hat and a shirt and, you know, be proud of being, you know, in this stage of life. Right. And absolutely. Yeah. And, and so let, you know, let's, let's do that together. I, I love what you're doing. I can't wait for the next time we get together and talk and, you know, we'll take this offline and make some plans, but um, uh, thank you so much for being on today, Jack. I, I appreciate you staying up a little later for me here. Um, and uh, it's been fabulous. You're, you're doing noble work there. Keep it up. We will be um, working together. I have every confidence in that. And uh, just thanks again. Thank you, Craig. And I love what you're doing as well. And I, I definitely think there's a Venn diagram in there of synergies where we can really up, up, up level each other's game and, and just add more value to each of our audiences. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. All right. Well, you have a great day and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.